0: Hey guys, welcome to Chat with Kat. I'm your host, Catherine Valsey, and I really miss saying those exact words way more than I anticipated when I took the break, and I am so, so, so happy to be speaking to you all right now. I've been looking forward to recording this episode all week, like literally excited when I woke up this morning to come and speak in this space because... I don't think I realized how much of an impact coming and recording has had on my life and the space and community I've kind of built through these episodes and my videos. And when I stepped back from it, I just didn't realize like how much I would just miss the presence of everyone, even though it's like... Virtual, it still means so much to me, but I do really think it was good for me to just step back for a little bit so that I could come back with so much more to share. I think I've learned so much in the past month, even though it really was Just a month. I have so many different topics and so many different ideas to bring to the table and I am looking forward to the next few months so much. And so I hope you all didn't forget about me. I hope that you all have been doing well as well. I know that there has been a lot that took place in the month of April and I am hoping this space can continue to serve as a safe space, a break, just something that gives you peace. Something you're able to look forward to That's really my goal And even possibly learn from That's really my goal And I'm just excited for today's episode I'm excited for all the other episodes And I hope you all are doing well Before we get into the episode, as always, I do want to give you the space to just take some time to check in with yourself. If you need a glass of water, if you need to stand up, if you need to stretch, if you need to eat something, if you need to sit down, whatever it is your body is asking for. I want to make sure that you're able to do it while you're listening to this episode. And yeah, without further ado, let's get started. As you can see by today's title, we're talking about overcoming insecurities. And this topic is definitely long overdue. I specifically chose this as my first topic back because, honestly, like I said in my last episode, it's a big part of why I stepped away from content creation and took the month of April to regroup, analyze, and then implement some new thought patterns and habits to help. I also asked y'all on Instagram one day, I was like, what topics would you like to hear me cover? And a lot of you said insecurities. Unfortunately, this is a topic that too many of us relate to, so I'm hoping this episode will speak to a lot of you. But even if it doesn't apply right now, at some point, I'm hoping this message will come in handy and be here when you need it. Today, we're gonna be covering insecurities as a whole, which means we're not just touching on appearance, because for so many of us, it's deeper than that. We find ourselves feeling insecure about our value. Whether that's what we bring to a job environment, how we perform in school, how we apply ourselves to our hobbies. Basically, at times, we doubt our skills and our abilities. We can also find ourselves feeling insecure in the value we bring to our relationships in our life, whether that's romantically or platonically, we doubt what we deserve. And we can also feel insecure about our lifestyle not being what we want it to be, and even comparing ourselves when we see others where we want to be. All of these components make up many of the components in life, so having these feelings of insecurity can take over your life and create this really heavy feeling. can influence so much about us too, like our vibration, our energy, the way we communicate, the way we carry ourselves, the environments we stay in. It can even cause people to project their own insecurities and hurt other people in the process. So All in all, it just isn't a way I want us to live and I'm going to be sharing what has helped me begin to overcome my insecurities in this episode. Let's begin with appearance. It's really so heartbreaking to me that this is such a common insecurity in so many people and it's something so many of us have to work through. I'm about to share something that you may have heard before, but I'm going to take a little bit different of an approach. So, Many of us, without realizing it, have been conditioned to view beauty through society's lens, and honestly, it's not our fault, but what happens is when we see attributes or features that do not match or fall into that societal lens, we unconsciously or consciously consider it unattractive, and so what that does is for many of us that do not fall into societal acceptable standards for height, nose shape, eye shape, lip size, forehead size, hair type, voice, and so much more. We have either been told by others that we are ugly or we have told ourselves we're ugly or we have picked up on cues and responses that we just don't match their definition of attractive. And so at the beginning of April, I actually started going through pictures of myself. Pictures of myself that when they were taken, I hated them. And honestly, I wanted to delete them instantly, but I started looking at the picture differently. I pointed out every aspect of myself that didn't fit in with what society advertises and still doesn't, right? But I changed the lens in which I was looking at it in. Instead of looking at it through the lens I had been conditioned to look at images and people in, including myself, I created a brand new lens, a lens that wasn't being nitpicky and wasn't having those biases and several other things. And the pictures that I hated turned into beautiful pictures. I looked at the darker skin in the picture, the bigger nose in the picture, the short eyelashes, the baby face, all these parts of myself I was never conditioned to love. And I saw beauty and I honestly got really happy. Like I was looking at other pictures and I thought to myself, wow. It's so sad that when I took these pictures, I didn't see that beauty and I was walking around so unaware of my beauty and honestly tearing myself down in the process. So I encourage all of you to do the same. Look in the mirror and change the lens. And in addition, for those of you that are women and heterosexual, you have also viewed yourself through the male gaze. And that comes with its own set of standards that many of us don't match. So throw it out. It simply serves no place in our space. It's truly unhelpful. I also encourage you to release some of the hurtful comments we hold on to about our appearance. What others said to us and forgot moments, days, or weeks later, we can hold on to for years because that hurt. And At times, we weren't even worried about that aspect of ourselves till it was pointed out in such a negative manner by someone else. Understand that many of those people were projecting their own insecurities onto you, trying to dim your light, and they also fell victim to the societal lens. Now when it comes to our body, this is also a huge place of insecurity for so many people. But before I begin on discussing body insecurities, I understand that I have a small figure and it can come across insensitive for some people who are probably thinking, what do you have to be insecure about? And I hope I'm not coming across as tone deaf, ignorant, or anything of the sort. I completely understand that I don't face the same comments, treatments, and feelings as someone overweight does in society. However, it is also true that no matter what size, you can feel insecurities and feel not good enough and feel so unhappy because of your body. I've also definitely received super negative comments about my body throughout my life, and I want to share what has helped me so much. I saw a video one day that said, we are so much more than our body. And at first that came across pretty tone dev, right? It's like, well, yeah, but it still affects me in job interviews and relationships and friendships and public, but it went on to talk about how our body is simply the carrier for our soul and spirit, right? It simply is the vessel in which we experience life, but what is within that body, that's what truly represents who we are to our core. It's the most important, powerful, magical aspect about ourselves, and I just thought of an example. Imagine you're on a boat ride and you're passing all these different types of sights. Some are beautiful to look at, some interesting, some bit strange. There's truly a mixture of everything. But the entire time you're on that boat ride, your eyes are fixed on your boat. And you spend the entire boat ride picking and pointing out all the flaws in your boat. That at the end of the ride, you realize you weren't even paying attention to the view. You missed the sunrise. You missed the sights. You missed the sunsets and you don't even feel good as you're getting off the boat. You're getting off this boat feeling unfulfilled. That example is similar to how we are when we spend all day focusing on everything wrong with our body and miss out on so much in the present moment, the day, or even life that is begging for our attention. I came to realize how terrible it was that I got up in the morning and first thing I did when I looked in the mirror was Pick at my body, the body that has worked so very hard to function correctly and keep me afloat in the midst of a global pandemic, the body that allows me to witness and experience the parts of life I love so much. Like, as I speak to you right now, both of our bodies are doing so much to keep us alive and to even help you hear this podcast. And when I started thinking about it like that, I literally stopped getting up and doing what I was doing and Anyone who has anything negative to say about my body has no access to my space, joke or not. I don't care what it is. No negative comments about my body because if I'm not dig, I'm definitely not letting you do it. Not only that, but anyone who has negative things to say about other people's bodies to me or around me also has no place in my space. I don't care if it's a joke. I don't need to hear comments like that because unconsciously we're internalizing it Period. So I refuse to beat up my body with my words or actions anymore. It's the realest on my team. And to navigate the feelings I had with my body, I said, you know what? I will actively work to take care of you and prioritize you because you know what's worse than a boat that doesn't quote unquote look right? A boat that can't sail. A boat they can't even take you on a ride. So my hydration, movement, nutrition, sleep, the people around me, and so much more play an active role in keeping my boat afloat in quality condition. Ultimately, instead of getting up to complain about this body every day, I'm going to get up and take care of this body. I'm going to get up and appreciate this body. I'm going to thank this body for getting me this far and continuing to get me up each day. And I hope that example and everything I just said provides a little bit different of a mindset to have when we are starting to have these negative feelings about our body, which are so, so common. Now let's discuss insecurities and the value we bring to opportunities. Like I said earlier, this can include jobs, school, our business, our hobbies. Many people like to refer to this as imposter syndrome, but I don't always agree with that term, actually. I think, in a sense, it turns the responsibility on the person feeling like an imposter instead of the systems that help perpetuate those feelings. Y'all get what I'm saying? Like... I'm never, ever going to make you feel bad for second-guessing yourself, especially if you are a woman listening to this, then double, especially if you are a woman of color, and then triple, especially if you are a Black woman, because I remember touring my college's like campus before I applied, and I was told to apply to the Honors College, and I was like, I doubt I'll get in. And yes, that was me doubting my abilities, but looking back at it now, of course I was experiencing imposter syndrome. I didn't see a single black woman in the honors college at the time. I was like, there's no space for me and it's hard to feel like you belong when you can't even see it. You know what I mean? And another example is when it comes to brand sponsorships that I do. If sometimes I price myself low, it's because I think they won't pay me as high because that's not the rate they pay their Black influencers. So I'm not going to refer to this insecurity as imposter syndrome, but what I am going to say is that we are all valuable. We have so much value. We are talented. We have skills, right? And there are going to be more bumps in the road for some of us. That's for sure. And those bumps will have us questioning our value. Like some people aren't going to see our value. And they might even tell us that bluntly. And as hard as it is, we can't let that dictate or influence how we view our value and abilities because they aren't the end-all be-all, honestly. And yes, there is always room for improvement and there's always room for growth. But in this very moment, each and every one of us is valuable and brings something to the table, period. (laughs) And we shouldn't doubt that. When you move in a way in which you recognize your value and your abilities, things begin to align in your favor and what is no longer serving you removes itself from the picture. It's really powerful when you know what you're bringing to the table and being your biggest fan with the way in which you speak to yourself about your value and abilities to receive opportunities. That's a game changer. I don't want you to talk down on yourself. I don't want you to doubt yourself. I want you to shoot for the stars. We are so often told to remain realistic. And yes, I understand where playing it safe comes from, but playing it safe isn't always going to open or create the door that you're seeking out. Referencing the brand deal situation that I brought up earlier, I now walk into brand offers and confidently state my price for what they're asking for. And if they walk away, then they walk away. But guess what? A lot of them have seen my value and seen my worth and said yes. And it's basically the principle that even if they're not recognizing my value, someone else will. And if someone else doesn't, I know I do. And I know you've all probably heard of the difference between scarcity and abundance. And if you haven't, I'll be doing an entire episode on this, but we need to walk in abundance and understanding that those opportunities that may walk away or turn us down are not the only ones out there for us. And when we are moving and walking in scarcity, it can cause us to play it safe, lay low and take what comes because One, we're not seeing our value. But two, we don't think there's much else out there available for us which just isn't true. And when we're moving in that scarcity mindset and path... We can miss out on even crossing paths with the right door. So I just want you all to know how capable, deserving, valuable, talented, and knowledgeable you all are, especially if someone hasn't told you already. And again, I'm looking at you through my own lens, right? Society might align your capability with, let's say, the amount of education you have, your salary, your connections, but that's not the lens I'm looking through, and I hope you do the same because I want you to go after everything you want in this life. Now let's transition and talk about friendship and relationship insecurities for a little bit. I haven't dealt with this one as much, but I can definitely say that there have been multiple seasons of my life where I literally did not believe that I deserved a certain type of treatment. Like I would see those super sweet loving videos and pictures and I would go, that will never happen for me. That type of love isn't available for me. And before I continue with what I'm about to say, let's stop and analyze how harmful that really is to say that certain type of love will never happen for me and how much that can actually influence the likelihood and probability of it happening and you guys know how much i talk about the fact that our words have power so if that sentence is something you relate to i actively you know call you to just kind of try and monitor that similar to the other topic We can play it safe and lay low and accept what we believe we deserve. And friendships are definitely included in what I just described. To help overcome this, I do believe it takes changing and adapting our internal thoughts to match the frequency of the external surroundings we are seeking. That's a huge mouthful. But when I'm feeling undeserving, I'm the type of person who wants to change that first before I bring that around somebody else. And I can definitely say that it does help when someone comes along and they see everything we bring to the table and they tell us that with words of affirmation. But sometimes we don't have anyone doing that. And other times, someone can tell us that so often and we still don't believe it. Like we still don't believe them or see what they're saying. And someone says something really kind and we go, really? Or? no I'm not that but thanks though you know like they see you while you don't see you and I don't want to repeat too much from my prior episodes but that's when it's time to change our self-talk and conversations that may be what's helping water the soil of these feelings if that makes sense that was kind of deep I'm not gonna lie (laughs) but Basically, what I'm saying is sometimes we have to attack the root and sometimes we do kind of need to do it a little on our own because sometimes the people around us aren't really what's going to help change what we're thinking. Sometimes it has to be us that helps change these thoughts. And even if someone does help do that, I've had people that really play a significant role, but the saddest part is sometimes they switch up. And we cannot depend on their word for every little thing because when they switch up and if their talk starts to become negative, if they start to bring us down, I don't want us taking in what they say so hugely that everything they did to build us up just brings us right back down. Or if they leave our life, we no longer see that value. I want it to be something we can pull from within us just as much. And I hope that made sense. So, so I talked about comparison and feeling insecure with our lifestyle already. I'm going to keep this sweet, short, and to the point. Comparison is the thief of joy, but it is honestly terrible how easy it is to compare these days, right? And if you all didn't know already, my dream life would be waking up to a beautiful view with huge windows and natural light. I would love to live right near the ocean, palm trees, warm weather, yummy fruit... And just my own space that I get to decorate and enjoy. That's my dream. That's what, when I close my eyes, that's where I go. But as you all probably know, there are so many people online living my dream right now and it can be so easy to look at my life and pick apart everything that doesn't match my quote unquote ideal life and feel like my life isn't up to par like what am i doing i'm not doing enough but all of those thoughts just aren't healthy and they aren't productive they they don't help me at all it honestly can cause me to miss the beauty in where i am right now because even though that quote unquote dream life I described is my end goal, it doesn't mean my current season and my current lifestyle doesn't deserve any love from me right now. It doesn't mean I can't practice gratitude right now. And honestly, I wouldn't want to trade shoes with anyone else. Like they can inspire me and I can take notes, but there's so much we don't see on their social media pages, myself included. Like so much you guys don't see on mine. Every single person ever says this. And even if I knew them personally, there's still a lot that I don't know about what they go through. And there's always going to be someone else with more or someone else with the more quote unquote perfect life. And if I I spend all of my time in this life striving to get to the next best lifestyle at all times. In a sense, that's a miserable life to live because there will always be something better looking. There will always be a better option. And even if right now, let's say your room isn't decorated the way you want it to be, you don't have the car you would like, you don't have the job you would like, your daily routine doesn't match what you want it to be, like your lifestyle as a whole isn't where you want it. You do have time to make changes to what you want, and you will have the opportunity to do that. But for right now, there's no need to spend all of this time picking apart your current situation because honestly, it's slowing you down. It's slowing down your elevation to the next thing. It's taking energy away from you, and it's not allowing you to focus on what really matters. And most of all, it's not a good feeling. Like, I know. It doesn't feel good to wake up and just be kind of disgusted with the life you're living. And sometimes people are like, well, you just need to put your head down and and work hard and get to the next place you want to be. And yes, I'm not saying you don't work hard. I'm not saying you don't place focus on the next place, but let's say it takes three months. It takes six months. I don't want you to spend six months of your life like that. Matter of fact, I don't really even want you to spend a day of your life like that because that makes everything in that current moment so unappealing. And what they don't say is that, like I said, when you get to that goal spot, Sometimes your mind doesn't even celebrate it and just looks for the next best thing. So what I want you all to do in this moment is take a deep breath in and breathe out and while you're breathing out just release all of those aspects of your life that you're critiquing and holding on to i know there's a little bit of tension built up like even when i was talking about it i started to think about all the different things that i wanted to change in my space and all the ways that i want my life to look different but it can cause this feeling of overwhelm And I just want you to release that. And I want to reiterate that these feelings that stem from insecurity are nothing to be ashamed of, okay? It is bound to happen in the world we're living in, but it's never something we can't overcome. And I'm hoping most of what I discuss can begin to tear these feelings down. Like We are creating a space in which they do not belong, right? They're going to feel like the outsider. They're the imposter. Changing your mindset, changing your perspective changing your lens, altering the self-talk, changing the people in your space if they are contributing to these insecurities, and honestly, your digital space too. Making your digital space a place where you feel uplifted and encouraged, not a place that also tears you down, right? With different videos that are talking negatively on this physical feature or this attribute or this person's body. I really, really, really hope that you never feel guilty muting, blocking, or removing as needed because you have to protect yourself and you don't want a digital space that doesn't match the environment that you are cultivating for yourself. I believe this world and society has definitely become a place that can quite easily knock us down and tear us apart. And it's not me being negative. It's just, it's honestly true. And, and I want us to make sure that the environment that we have control over doesn't help contribute to that and in fact, does the complete opposite. So let's say you're in public and a stranger says something crazy or triggering or something happens in your external I want you to make sure you are able to return to your internal and repair, recharge, nourish as needed. Okay, I know I've kind of been like saying a lot of like metaphors in a sense, but I hope that they're making sense. And I really hope that a lot of what I said can be applied to a lot of your lives and really help to change the perspectives. Like I said, I don't want to keep on repeating myself, but again, I do hope this helped and I do help. And I really want to continue to create episodes that help with topics like this. And if you think someone else would really benefit from listening to this, don't hesitate to share. I just want anyone and everyone who needs to hear this to be able to tune into this episode. I believe that that is all I have to say on this topic. I'm always like, hmm, there can always be a part two episode on everything that I speak on because sometimes I finish, I'm like. Hmm. maybe I should have said this too. <laughs> but if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because I think the reviews help boost my podcast to more people and recommend it to more people. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but I have seen the kind of reviews that I got just this past week from two of you and they were so sweet and I am so, so happy that You are enjoying this episode and the kind DMs that I get, the kind comments, everything about my audience and my listeners are so sweet and I feel like I always end every episode by saying you all deserve the world but you truly do because I pour into you and you all pour into me right back on a consistent basis that makes me feel so loved so appreciated you literally have no idea how much you impact me on the day-to-day with your kind words and It makes me so happy and I'm so thankful for all of you. So again, I hope that the month of April has gone well for you. Tomorrow is a new month and I have so much that I will be sharing in this month. And if you are still here to listen and grow with me, then thank you for being a part of the journey. I'm going to stop rambling. I hope your week has been a good week thus far, but if not, that's okay. We have more days and we have more weeks to come. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'll see you in next week's episode.